0: it's rftb episode 35 i'm arthur i'm donovan that that means god fucking damn it radio free tote bag episode 35 that's what that means if anyone didn't follow
1: episode of the damned (laughs) that's us i'm out here saying god fucking damn it Arthur, because i've been i've had some stupid cold for the past i don't know five or six days now Uh, i thought it was cool two days ago and then I uh, woke up this morning and my ears are like all out of whack and oh just I can feel all sorts of stuff floating around in my sound holes. So it's not, not
0: good. good. Not good at all. But I'm I, fighting
1: through it. I'm fighting through it.
0: I had the flu while I was in hell too. That was Damn. real fucking cool. It was a great week.
1: That is a double hell. But from what you've told me,
0: it sounds like you have escaped
1: hell, am I right?
0: Yeah. Um I escaped hell. Uh apparently Having a platform where you can talk about being heartbreak and heartbroken and the person uh, who that heartbreak is uh, uh, stemming from hearing that can get you uh, can get you out of hell. Uh, This is (laughs) this right here is a uh, was a submission to the anonymous question box, which is not anonymous uh, because I know who it came from and I'm going to read it now because it was so sweet. It breaks my heart all over again. Okay, here we go. I think I'm still in love with one of my exes, but I don't know for sure. We had been getting close again, but I hurt him. I know he loves me because he's told me, but I haven't had time to recover from a really hard year. I don't want to rush into anything and hurt him again, but I also don't want to lose him entirely. I know it's unfair to keep him on the hook for something I'm not sure is there, but he has a significant place in my life and I would hate to lose him. What is your advice on how to A, heal him, help him heal, and B, tell him how I feel without hurting him again? Do you think this will be okay, or is this a lost fight? And that was posted by my current significant other. <laughs> Woo! Basically, well, I,
1: I was like... big advice for this, my dude, and to the audience. If you're in a uh, hell uh, relationship situation, start a podcast. Drink uh-huh. 10 beers while you're recording. <laughs> 12. And uh, 12 beers and rant about
0: it, and uh, everything will be okay. Yeah, worked out for me. Yeah, it's, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to pace things. We're trying to take things uh, a little slow. Uh, I still have a lot of insecurities because of that thing that she mentioned where she hurt me. Um, So we're, you know, we're, we're just picking this thing apart and we're seeing, we're seeing what's underneath all the scabs. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, well, that sounds good. That sounds like the, uh, like if I was going to answer it, that sounds like the approach I would take, which yeah. is don't. Directly rush back into this don't go everything is forgiven mode you gotta talk that stuff through with each other you know figure out what happened and why and then once you're both aware of that you can address a little bit better because if you're you know you're there's clearly big interest on both sides especially yeah. if she posted you know the question in there to kind of uh articulate herself. Which I will say I was salty about because I was like, Yeah, a new relationship question. And then I'm like, wait a second, this sounds eerily familiar. Yeah, I fucking And then you texted me for the password to the box and I was like, Fuck, it's not a question. <laughs> it's just a message
0: question. Arthur. Just just tell me. Yeah. We're trying to develop a healthier communication patterns so that we don't uh send anonymous questions to each other's podcasts instead of just talking about shit.
1: Well, that's good. That's an improvement because I'm in hell now because I'm sick (laughs) and I got so excited about a question box question when we really didn't have any, uh, nor did we last week. So this is my personal appeal to you listener. I ask you from the bottom of my heart, go to that link on our social media, go to that link on our Instagram, on the sidebar on our website, and uh, submit your anonymous questions for next episode. And, uh, you don't have to make an account or anything. You just get to type it into the box and uh and then we'll answer it. That would that would free me from this questionless hell. That is my appeal.
0: Yeah. My uh, petition. Allow me to reiterate that. Absolutely. I'm I'm on I'm on board with that. It's my favorite part of the fucking show. And it makes me sad when we don't have it. It puts me back in hell. Uh, don't let
1: that happen, listeners. Also, our last interview with uh Greg and Caroline, our last episode, has been our fucking most listened to. I think of all time. We're getting close to 350 listens since we posted that, which is wild. I think usually we get around 100, maybe 150 in a week. Yeah. This is under a week. That's like 200 more, 250 more. So if you're a new listener uh, coming to this, uh, there, yeah, that was the information on the question box. You can go to our website, uh or any of our social medias. Find that and submit your questions, and we'll read it right here on air. And uh, what could be better than that?
0: Yeah. And may I just say, uh, welcome to the show, and uh, we're glad you're here. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are.
1: And uh, you know what else we're glad about, Arthur? We're glad about
0: uh, uh, reading this question about uncle sex. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Here it come. My uncle had sex with my ex, and I'm not sure how to feel about it. My 52-year-old uncle had sex with my 27-year-old ex-girlfriend, who I was with for four years. We broke up seven years ago, and I no longer have feelings for her, but I was shocked when he told me and then apologized since I had no idea they even kept in touch. He claimed she initiated contact with him and said he believed she might be trying to exact revenge on me. We split up on pretty bad terms, but I never did anything to upset her, uh, but she is a nasty person, so this wouldn't surprise me if true. I haven't replied to any of his messages as I'm still getting over the shock. The fact that this even happened is insane to me. They only met once while I was still with her. Even though I am no longer with this girl, this still feels wrong to me, and I'm questioning whether I want this man in my life now. I just want confirmation that this is as fucked up as I think it is. But, uh, TLDR, my uncle had sex with my ex I was with for four years, And I don't know if my anger is justified. And that was posted by Quake. Spelled K-W-A-K-3 underscore. I was hoping it was Quack 3. Quacky. Quack, quack, quack. (laughs) Your man, we're ducking. This
1: is extremely, this is extremely weird. Why? Many questions. Why is your 52-year-old uncle talking to your ex from seven years ago? That's a a big one. Uh, Why is he telling you about this shit? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like it just seems like it, it, it doesn't. It this should not have happened in the first place. That's no. really strange. But uh, why would why would he tell that to you? That's very very fucking weird. The simulation's
0: and, uh, getting weird lately. You know what I mean? The who whatever whatever force is running this simulation that we live in is getting yeah, the, up to some weird shit.
1: No, exa- exactly. And also, uh, seven years ago, and now this happened. Like wh- what? What? Like, if they've been in contact the entire time, you you know, your girlfriend just thought your uncle was pretty cool, and then, uh, you know, seven years down the line, like, hey, yeah, how about we bone? I don't... uh, That's very very strange. It's very fucking weird. Also, they broke up seven years ago. So they broke up when she was 20. So they were dating from, like, 16 to 20. Uh So he met her somewhere in that range, which is very young and strange. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: I didn't even fucking consider that angle.
1: Yeah, so this is... This is weird across the board. Why? Why is my... Your anger is justified, if that's your question. Your anger <laughs> yeah. is justified. This is as fucked up as you think it is. I just... Why? I want to know why.
0: Well, um... I can understand being a 52-year-old uncle and wanting to have sex with somebody who's 27. That's that's fair.
1: Like, I'm not... You know, that, that age range, that age difference is a little...
0: A it's little a little suspicious. It's kind of a lot.
1: But also, you know, you're, you're hooking up. as 27. You're a fucking adult. It's not like, uh, you know, close cut. Uh, you know, they're
0: 19 or something. That yeah, That's fucking shifty. Yeah. Uh, 27 is an adult who knows what they want at that point. You'd hope. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, the age
1: difference, it adds, it compounds the weirdness here, but by itself, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Um, but the fact that they knew each other, as I mentioned at the younger age, that's weird. And, uh, yeah, sure, you're 52 and you want to have sex with a 27-year-old, but, like, don't go fuck your nephew's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> what she, the fuck? The way, the way I understood it is she messaged him out of the blue, probably on Facebook, and was like, uh, I will send Bob's and Vagine, and, uh, let's fucking get it on. And I think and that's, just, all it w- that's all it would take, I think.
1: And he just texts his nephew, uh, milk truck just arrived. <laughs> And uh, a picture of them together. That's, I mean, stay the fuck away from this person. This would be weird at any time, you know, as a revenge thing. But seven years on, like, ah, man, I don't know. That's an unstable person. And uh, like telling him about this, like, it's like a warning or something. Or Like, she might be trying to exact revenge. You fucked her, dude. (laughs) Revenge exacted. (laughs) Yeah. Like this, it, it would be different if you're like, hey, your ex messaged me this. This is weird. But you fucked her. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> fucking asshole. Woof. <laughs> oh, this is strange. Yeah, dude. Uh, I would, in this situation, I'd tell my uncle to go fuck himself,
0: mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want
1: to be, like, in contact, especially if he doesn't realize that this is a fucking weird thing to tell you, then he's probably unstable. Uh, so questioning whether you want his, him in, his, in your life, I think that's perfectly reasonable, and I would say, like, you know, don't have him in your life. And, yep. uh... But I'd also tell him that this is fucked up. I th- like make at least some sort of consequence and let him know that's not why you're not talking to him and maybe elaborate the reasons that I have laid out that this is fucking whack.
0: Yeah. Whack. It's whack quake.
1: Oof. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to, I don't know if there's much else to be said about this. Yeah. I don't think there's, you know, any, uh, you know, you come to some sort of accord. I was just, in a, he was just in a bad time in his life and, uh, you know, had a nephew ex-girlfriend shaped hole in his, uh, in his <laughs> penis.
0: It's a big hole. Yeah.
1: You, you got any other thoughts on this? I don't, this seems pretty cut and dry. It just Despite seems the fact that it is a tangled web of weirdness.
0: To have an uncle describe any measure of their sex life to you at all, even as it relates to <laughs> your ex-girlfriend, is just fucking heinous. Yeah, not man. not cool. Even a little bit. Oh God,
1: I'm not sure how to feel. Why are you not sure how to feel about it? <laughs> it's pretty yeah, contrived. I was thinking that too. Uh, like I'm on one sure. hand, my uncle's a fucking weirdo, uh, but on the at least he got laid. That's I'm happy
0: for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I kind of I do kind of feel that vibe just a little bit, just yeah. like the tiniest bit of like being like, good
1: for you, uncle there you go give him a high five and then go fuck his ex-wife and then things will be even. <laughs> Jesus Christ
0: yeah punch out alright right,
1: triple quack Uh, fuck man <laughs> that's all I got
0: <laughs> yeah that's good that's good I think we nailed it
1: yeah I think we did uh, well hey I found out my BF is a chubby chaser
0: whoa so this is
1: just a throwaway because I'm not about to post this on my main account but here we go i been with my boyfriend for a year and a half now, and last night we had a conversation that was really uncomfortable for me. I've always been a bigger girl and despised myself for it. No. My sophomore year, I reached 195 pounds, and being only 5'3", I was obviously in the obese category. And when I reached that weight, I swore to myself I would make a change and never ever get to 200. And after that, I started losing weight and taking better care of myself and being more mindful. When we started dating, I was 195 and quickly started to lose weight. I am now 148 and still struggle with liking my body, and I still actively make an effort to lose weight. Last night, my boyfriend was talking about how much he loves my ass and thighs, and I was sending a pics when he asked me if I do squats a lot. I said yes because I do them about every day, nice, and he said I should start eating a lot and doing around 200 squats a day so my butt and thighs can get bigger and bigger.
0: Just do 200 squats a day,
1: baby. That's that's what I need. That's baby. all I need. That's all I need. This, <laughs> my love language is 200 squats a day. <laughs> this weirded me out, but hey, big butts are totally in. So I went along with it. Oh. That's when he started saying, if I'm being honest, I'd much rather you gain weight than lose anymore. He proceeded to go on and tell me if he could sculpt my body, he'd make me much thicker and plump and that his ideal weight for me would be 250. I started crying because my weight has always been such a big issue for me, and it's the one thing I've thought about probably every single day since I was a little girl. We had some more serious talking, and then he gave me some rules. In parentheses, we're kind of in a dom-sub relationship. And I was being very open-minded and accepting to what he was saying. He said he wants me to always eat three big meals a day. I only eat once a day right now. And then he expects me to gain from now on, and if I lose weight, I'll get lots of spankings. Mm. This guy is the love of my life, and I have loved him since the moment I set eyes on him over two years ago. All I've ever wanted is to please him and do whatever he wants, but this is so hard for me. I don't know if I could ever be happy at a high weight. I'm not meaning to shame anyone who is 250 plus, and I find beauty in so many people who are that heavy, but I do not think I could love myself. I'm stuck. And I was posted by gross fuck, but the U is a V. Nice. Yeah,
0: like chiverches.
1: Oh, yeah, chiverches.
0: Yeah. yeah. Damn, dude. Don't. <laughs> like, don't do that. You, you shouldn't do that. Uh, I, I'm with
1: you. So, all right, two things the dom sub part, for those unaware. Uh, there's a relationship where you have kind of an agreement that one person is the dominant person. One person is a submissive. It's kind of a subcategory of BDSM and, uh, you know, that's, that's a thing that some people in relationships do if they're into that where you know, one kind of sets the rules and the other, like, you know, goes by there and, and there's kind of an agreement about that. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm told it's pretty hot.
1: Yeah. Not gonna, not gonna disagree uh so also this this seems to get into the territory of like one of those feeder fetishes, right uh-huh also if not familiar, uh it's kind of sexual attraction to like having your partner eat a whole lot and like gain weight uh it's pretty yeah. it's pretty wild, yeah, <laughs> it's not my thing, so I'm gonna say like i uh, can't say I can't say I'm here for that either um but so those it, both of those things, you know, if consensual, there's there's a lot of kind of issues with that. Uh, different criticisms you could level at it uh, about that power dynamic potentially being bad in a relationship, or like the unhealthiness of a feeder fetish and all that. Uh, but I think this one is particularly bad because you've had you've had these weight issues, and it's something that directly affects your health. It affects your mental health, um, which is worrying. And it seems like you kind of have a handle on it. Although you mentioning losing weight very quickly, that's, you know, a little bit concerning too, but I'm going to say this is a hundred percent bad because you I mean you're clearly distressed by this and having a fetish that's kind of playing on something that affects your health like that and something yeah. that you've struggled with. I think that is dangerous ground and I, I would not, I would not go down that road.
0: Interestingly enough, somebody whose username is underscore daddy underscore is underscore my underscore name underscore (laughs) says, do not gain weight for him. Do not. This is his kink. Him asking you to gain weight is manipulative and controlling. You need to express to him with your uh, that your weight loss is a goal and that you would love his support with weight loss. Sure, working on getting a great ass with squats, but that is healthy. I struggle with my weight. But we have one body and we need to keep it healthy. Please work on your self-confidence and he may be the love of your life, but you need support from the love of your life. You deserve a healthy and fulfilling relationship. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> daddy? Yeah.
1: No, that's that's a that's a pretty good uh pretty good critique of this. I'm going to say want to say you you know come clean with him on this describe why you're not able to do this but i think this may potentially be you know a big fucking problem here because if he especially if he knew you've had the weight issues and still tried to come at you with this especially from like that position of power relationship situation that's kind of fucked up that's kind of uh kind of abusive and manipulative and i don't think that's cool and even if he says she mentions in the next comment op posts you know, he, she asks if he'll still love her if she loses the weight. And he says, of course. Uh, but there's clearly still that pressure there because he brought it up with you and talks yeah. about, like, setting rules uh, for, like, amounts to eat. And I just that's not a fucking... I don't think that's a healthy thing to engage with in general. No. No. But especially not if you have, you know, if you have this potential eating disorder and body weight issues. I just don't... Eh, fuck, dude. That is a big... Big complicator for that. That's it's something that could really, you know, make this situation quite a lot worse for you.
0: Yeah. Tell him that you can't always get what you want. Can't. Boom. Yeah. Play him that song. Yeah. You might just find you can get what you need. Uh, yeah.
1: I just, it, it it worries me if he knew this ahead of time. Like, if, yeah. he, if he knew about these issues and does not have the fucking awareness to be like, Maybe I shouldn't go after this kink with this particular, you know, woman on account of, you know, we're in a relationship. I'm supposed to love her, and uh, this is dangerous for her fucking health. But so that that worries me. I I would not. uh I don't know if you could fool Airhorn this, but I th- yeah. I don't know what he could say to be like, oh, okay, like this will be fine, because he clearly wants that, and I, fuck, man, that's worrying.
0: I think I think it'll be okay. I think you know you just tell them to eat shit on that particular <laughs> point. And you uh, if you're like, it sounds like you're totally down to do a whole bunch of squats and make your butt and thighs all big. Yes, yeah, so go after yeah. that,
1: and that's also a great time.
0: Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that. Not in for yeah. the for the force feeding. There you go.
1: All right. Well, so if it, you know, if you're going at it from a little more positive uh, or optimistic angle, as Arthur, you know, maybe say, yeah, you're down for like the actual exercise and muscle building part, but you're not down to, you know, get into this feeder business.
0: Yeah, it's a little, it's a little out of my depth.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's a lot. I was gonna make a joke about you saying she should tell him to eat shit and be like, yeah. that could be the other rule. He's got to eat just a big
0: bowl <laughs> of shit every day. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Hey, Hey Donovan. What's that? Is it normal to think you've said something wrong if they don't reply for a while? Uh, Maybe. Because sometimes I'm chatting with someone online or via text. All of a sudden, they won't reply for a really long time. And I'll start to get quote unquote paranoid and convince myself that the last thing I said was too boring, weird, or creepy. And the person has decided they're done with me. Does anyone else ever feel this way? And that was posted by Apari412. <laughs> uh,
1: like, it's, okay.
0: Like in no my fun. case, somebody texts me and, you know, we're texting for a little while boo, 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 text. And then uh, I'll get distracted or I'll have to take care of something. And then I won't reply for some time. And that's just how that's just the nature of text-based communication.
1: Nah, no, that that happens. That happens. So I think, like, is this normal? In this, wait, wait, I think you've said something wrong. So I think it's is it normal to think you've said something wrong, in the sense of is it common? Like, I think that's a common anxiety that people have. I've yeah. definitely been there. Um, but it, it's it's not normal or healthy to like latch onto. Oh my god! Like, what did I say that was wrong? Is it weird? I've been boring. No no. no. When, you know, the more likely explanation is what is what you just described. Because that happens. <laughs> like, you know, people aren't attached to their phone all the time.
0: Yeah. Or you know, they shouldn't be. I'll start to get a little anxious because I'll I'll text Boo. I'll text the Boo. I'll be like, Hey, what's going on? And then I won't get anything back for a while. And I'm like, oh no, she hates me. But that's not <laughs> really, you know, you can't really continue to engage with that thought because uh, she's at work. She's probably doing work shit. No, yeah, I've
1: had this issue. I particularly had this issue when I was younger, and would get freaked out. And then you're like, "What did I say? Okay, what did I say? What? Hey, what's going on? Does she not like hey? Is it too informal? <laughs> is it the hey? Is it the, <laughs> is it the what? Damn it! I gotta I gotta stop with these these three letter words. I need, <laughs> need to be more verbose. Um. <laughs> So I think that's a normal anxiety for anxious people to have, but it's not it's not good and it's not healthy. And yeah. I think my kind of exercise to do with that is just redirect your mind toward they're probably doing something. Yeah. You know, give give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh don't assume that your partner's going to be wigged out cuz he sent, you know, a, a pretty normal text. You know, as long as your last text wasn't just like a link to a deviant Deviant Art link to uh, some poorly drawn Sonic Vor. Right. Uh, it's probably they're just busy, and there's better explanations for it. But the more yeah. that you engage with the overanalyzing your texts and worrying about this, the more you reinforce that habit, and the worse you're gonna feel. Absolutely. So you gotta give them the benefit of the doubt, and uh, just leave the ball on their court too. Don't be quick to like, oh, I'm gonna send another message to like explain myself. Yeah, hey, uh, I know you don't like the word uh hey. Probably should have said hello. <laughs> Please respond. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm guilty of being the double texter. I'll be the guy like I won't get anything back and then I'll find I'll send something else. I'm that. Oh happy. man.
1: I had to I had to like when I would freak out about that so much as a teenager. I had to like make a rule for myself about that. Like I was like don't don't send more than two. The file five is just not good.
0: Try to keep it at two. If it gets to three or four, then that's that's quite a bit. Exactly.
1: And it's also kind of putting off, you know, showing the fact that you are anxious about that, which is a little off-putting for people. Yeah, people don't like there that. could be. No. Don't be don't be too needy. Don't be too antsy. Keep the ball in there, and it's probably fine. Just, just chill about it. Go
0: do something yourself.
1: Stop looking at your fucking phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As a needy, antsy person, uh, it's all about getting out of yourself for a second, doing something you need to take care of. We probably, well, you got to do laund, go do some laundry. Yeah. You know, there you go.
1: And then she's probably doing laundry too. So you can talk about that later. And that'll be not, well, it might be boring, but it won't be weird or creepy. Right. Pro pro it. tip. Perfect. Oof. I thought that was going to be a burp, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't. So <Science>. it's, <laughs> yeah, it's good. What? what was it? It wasn't. I don't know. It's kind of like just like gas coming out, but it wasn't a burp. It was just one of those like, you
0: know what I mean? That is a burp though. Okay,
1: Okay, let's get, let's really,
0: let's really get into the weeds about this. All, (laughs) all expulsion of gas from the stomach up the esophagus, out the mouth. That's all burps, but then like the classical sound, that's a belch
1: all right that's a fair distinction but you know that's what i was looking for it's not satisfying just kind of have like yeah.
0: Did, yeah.
1: it's like when you you think you're ripping ass like you really got a fart and then you get that weird sensation it feels kind of like maybe the air is going back up and you're know, like did i just oh, yeah. fart or not and you're just in that uncomfortable in between space
0: not satisfying
1: yeah same same situation here Now i'm not satisfied um but i think i'm satisfied enough to read this next question lovely <laughs> What a transition, folks. Well, hey, we, 23F, 26M, adopted a cat. Now it's ruining my sex life. So this is embarrassing, LOL. (laughs) Yeah, it is. My boyfriend and I have been together for over a year now. We both love each other dearly. One little special day, we decided to go and adopt a little kitten from our humane society. And she is the cutest kitten I've ever seen. We are both in love with our Jinxie. That's a fucking cat name if I've ever seen one. True. But I know an animal shouldn't affect anything of our relationship, but we usually have sex three to four times a week.
0: Congratulations.
1: Nice, dude. Congrats on the sex. And even that amount is not enough for me, but I've managed. My boyfriend doesn't feel up to it some days because he's tired, and which understandable is okay, I guess. That was weird. And which is understandable... Okay, I guess You get the idea Yeah Uh, But I have a very active sex drive And if I could have sex every day, I would But with my boyfriend I'll have sex when he's horny And we fought about it in the past Because I thought it was because of me But he made me understand that it has nothing to do with me And that he's just tired Now, since adopting the cat on Saturday We haven't had sex It's been four days and I'm getting upset I've brought it up to my boyfriend this morning And he would like to talk about it tonight To get more of a clearer picture, because he's confused. But are my feelings wrong? Is it wrong of me to be upset over not having sex because my boyfriend is extra tired taking care of our new baby? Multiple question marks. (laughs) To be fair, our kitten is very active at night and wakes up five to six times at night because she's playing. Am I just being stupid? (laughs) TDLR. Two don't, long read boyfriend and i adopted a cat and because she's so active at night is making my boyfriend tired and no sex for me this is written like charlie from it's always sunny like a, a little bit um there's also an edit which i guess we can put in the beginning too she says uh kind of realized something i tie myself worth to having sex if i don't have sex with my boyfriend i feel ugly and insecure and then he isn't attracted to me that's the real problem not having sex, I get it, adult life sucks, and being in a long-term relationship will slow things down, and I realize that. So I don't think not having sex is the problem, the problem is me. Haha! Ha, oh God, I'm the problem. Thanks for helping me realize this. Now is trying to change my thinking.
0: was okay, that posted maybe by? also
1: as uh, posted by, I can't tell if those are I's or L's, I think it's Illa Coyson. Coulson, Illa Coulson.
0: L- Lily Coyson yeah. is what I came up with.
1: I cannot tell if those are straight lines or eyes. Those are L. It's one. It's one yep. of those. Okay, Lil Lily colson Yeah. Jesus, confusing yeah. name and uh, a confusing uh, writing just, style. Just great I, you syntax. You get the idea. Fucking D-X, superb syntax. Whew! And the TDLR—that was just the uh, cherry on top. Well, number one, it. maybe address your uh, your syntax there, folks. Nothing sexier than good syntax. <laughs> they both got an S and an X in them, and that's no coincidence. I think the real, and she kind of brought this up uh, besides her insecurity, but I think the real kind of issue here is the mismatch between libidos of these two
0: partners. Yep. 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 Seen it a million times.
1: Oh yes. And been part of it. You know, sometimes you got somebody and they want to have sex all the time. And sometimes you got people, I kind of fall into this category where sometimes you want that. And sometimes you're just like, Oh God, I don't feel good. It has been stressful. Just want to go to sleep. Yep. And, uh, that can obviously be a big, be a big old point of um, kind of unrest uh, between the two of you. Because if you don't communicate about that, then like Op here mentioned, uh, you know your partner might think that that's about them uh, when really you just had a shitty day at work, or your fucking cat is just causing havoc at night. Because I also know that firsthand. Yep. So okay. I, I wouldn't worry about this t- this situation in particular too much because you just adopted the cat. Uh, it sounds like she's a kitten. Your cat's going to take some adjusting. You might have to figure out how to get her to calm down at night, which, by the way, maybe play with her a little bit, get an automatic feeder so she doesn't come meow in your face, try to stick your paw in your mouth, like certain cats that are curled up on my bed right now, and uh, you'll have a little easier time sleeping. Because that's, that's fucking with your boyfriend here's, uh, you know, sleep and energy, and that'll that'll fuck with your, your libido quite a lot. But that'll, that'll clear up. You just gotta, you know, kittens... Can't take a little time.
0: It's true. Or you could buy some new lingerie and be waiting for him at home when he gets off work and be wearing something sheer and slinky. And then you get to play with his dinky because you're having sex now.
1: (laughs) Another track for the RFTV soundtrack. The OST. (laughs) Very well done. Very Thank well. Done. You. That's not a bad idea. You know, because part of the, part of the low libido too can be sometimes, sometimes shit just gets a little routine. Yep. And, uh, you know, it also just gets kind of, things will slow down in a relationship. That's just kind of, that's kind of how it goes oftentimes. So, yeah, I think being proactive about it like that might not be a, uh, might not be a bad idea. That's how it be. Yeah. She says she... Uh, Maybe I shouldn't have read all that edit, but, I mean, I guess we're not addressing points we didn't need to. Um, You recognize you get that insecurity, and that's good. This is another situation of anxiety, as we've talked about before, where just stop going down those wormholes of thought, you know, that this is on you, and look for the more reasonable explanations. Like, you've got a little fucking... a tiny little predator knocking shit off the table in the middle of the night. That's going to fuck with your boyfriend's sleep schedule
0: and if he's already uh sometimes too tired to bone down well then that's only gonna exacerbate it no nah, yeah fucking love that so, word exacerbate
1: <laughs> <laughs> exacerbate his like lack of uh copulation yep right it sure is yeah i was gonna try to write rhyme uh masturbation in there somewhere too but uh, I didn't think it was very funny as I was saying it, so cool. uh, I stopped myself.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah then you you're made, You made sure to walk everybody through it, <laughs> which made it ten times funnier.
1: <laughs> hey, man, I am in uh, I am in the fucking cold medicine zone where I've been for several days. So, yep. pardon, pardon my lack of ability to uh, maintain a trail of thought.
0: You are excused for sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't just don't just don't worry about that that much. I think talking to him about it too will help like express those anxieties and he'll reiterate like, you know, one, he can reiterate why these reasons are this cat is keeping awake. And two, you know, if he knows that this is very important to you, maybe it'll give him a little, uh, a little kick in the dick to, uh, you know, maybe get, get back to plowing, uh, for your sake.
0: <laughs> You're such a romantic. <laughs>
1: You gotta find that compromise, Arthur. You gotta find that Because this does right. have an effect on people. Like yeah. even if you give the explanation, sometimes you're like, Maybe they're just saying that. Maybe you know, maybe they stop thinking I'm attractive. Maybe I should uh eat three big meals a day and get up to two fifty and fifty. Let's see what they have to say.
0: <laughs> see what happens, see what he's got to there. say. Yeah. Oh Jesus.
1: It's it sounds like she's got a good handle on the end here though. So that's yeah. that's good. Yeah. Despite her multiple syntax errors. And strange capitalization at the end. Ha ha! Oh god, I'm the problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, uh, you want to go to the Friend Zone?
1: Yeah, dude, I'm down for the friend zone.
0: Okay. Here we are in the friend, friend zone. zone. It's our uh Ooh, it's a little bird. <laughs> and a little cough from Donovan. Uh oh, just man, this is nice. actually it turns out this is the bodily gastric noises. Segment of the show.
1: There we go, dude. For our next question, we'll be putting the microphone on one of those little worm scopes up into my butt to explore things firsthand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We're a mess. Great radio. Okay. Great radio. Uh,
0: So my 21... Oh, wait. It's our uh, weekly segment where we talk about uh, a non-romantic relationship.
1: Save How does that it. sound? Okay. Fucking nailed it.
0: My 21m friend, 21m, keeps warning me about my new GF's 19f K-pop hobby. I just started dating this girl I met in one of my classes. So far, it's been going well. Two months in, we have a lot of things in common, but I've also been slowly finding out she's a huge fan of this K-pop group called Vix or something. Like the vapor, right now. Yeah, like the vapor rub. Uh. Well, not even the group, but one of the guys, I guess, in the band particular. In particular. She has a lot of photos of him on her phone, watches all the TV shows he's in, and a Twitter account I guess she uses to fangirl with her friends, but she kind of avoids talking about it with me too much, so IDK. TBH, this honestly doesn't bother me, and I kind of find it cute to tease her about. She's only 19 and grew up really sheltered, so she hasn't dated much. But when I mention this to my friend I've known since high school, he flipped out and now he won't stop warning me about it. He keeps saying how much of a red flag it is and how those kinds of girls are always obsessive and crazy, trust me. It's starting to piss me off. Because sure he's my close friend and I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Plus I like her and I want to give her a chance, so it's not really any of his business. Is this really that abnormal for a 19 year old girl? Isn't this something she will probably outgrow? Or is he right that it's a red flag? IDK if it's relevant, but she is Chinese. So I guess it doesn't seem weird to me that she would like an Asian celebrity? We really, uh, we just started dating, so it's not like we're getting married or anything. Sorry if this is a dumb question. TLDR, just started dating a girl who's a big fan of some K-pop dude. My friend keeps insisting that this is a red flag. Is it really though, or is it something she will probably outgrow? And that was posted by... Throw away a string of numbers.
1: It's actually today's date and numbers. That's kinda, uh,
0: that's, that's kinda nice. That's something new, yeah.
1: Yeah. A little more coherent. Yeah. Um Arthur, what do you do you know much about K pop? Do you have expertise on this?
0: I have no fucking clue. I know of a gentleman named Gact. That's, that's all I know. It? Yeah. Shit.
1: I was, I was hoping you would you would have the scoop on this. Oh
0: shit, and he's Japanese anyway, so Damn it. So I'm, so I'm racist. Whole
1: different animal.
0: Yeah. Um. I have,
1: this is the fuck. This is why I was asking this, because I just have a shallow knowledge of this. Sure. My understanding is it's a bit different. Like the cultural, um, especially among young people, like kind of obsession with those groups is a little bit different than it is, you know, in the States with kind of like boy bands. Yeah. Um. I remember reading some piece, but it's been a while about like, there's a lot of just crazy shit that goes on in the industry with like not letting members date because a big component of it is them being single and therefore like kind of accessible to fans. Right. To like fantasize about, I guess. And uh so that's my only only thing that would lean this towards more of an issue, uh, than just you know, your typical really like the fucking Jonas brothers or something. Sure. Um but I don't I don't know enough to really like uh, you know, to articulate that anymore. I was just trying to, if, I was trying to see if you knew anything about
0: that. If if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, so it's more of a red flag because they're intentionally single.
1: I, more of a red. Look, that was just kind of an example, but like there is. How would I describe this? From what I read, it's like a much. The fans are fucking like rabid. Yeah. Uh like following them around like fucking paparazzi. And, uh, like, people just get really fucking attached to this stuff. But also, you know, I who knows what this one article I read was. Right. Um, but it, it's just the sort of thing that somebody could be very obsessive about. In, in general, that's a red flag. Um, but I'm just, I guess I'm saying this might be a little bit more normal than it would be for an American band. He also mentioned she's, she's Chinese. I don't know if that even... If that's even a thing in China. What I was reading about is Korea. Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off this K pop tangent. Uh <laughs> my expertise is clearly limited, but I, I just thought I'd bring that up.
0: Dismount that K-pop horse.
1: Yeah. Uh horse kinda like in the Gangnam style uh video. There is a K pop
0: horse. There yeah.
1: Oh man, my mind <laughs> is all over the place today. <laughs> I, 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 maybe okay, so that did have kind of a a meaning, the tangent it went on. Maybe your friend is kind of aware of that, and that's why he's a little bit more, maybe that's why he's a little bit more worried. Regardless, um, I don't think that's the biggest red flag in the world. It doesn't bug you. You know? Uh, Like, if I had a partner who was crazy obsessed with a boy band, although, you know, this girl's 19, that's quite a bit younger, I'd be a little put off, but also, like, I just don't really like pop music, and obsessing over, you know, boy bands like that would kind of, uh, I don't know if that's the kind of person I'd be into in the first place. Um, but if this doesn't bug you, then, like, the fact that your friend keeps hounding you about it, that sounds like it's kind of coming from him. Maybe it's something that bothers him a lot. Yeah. And, uh, don't let that sway your opinion of this girl. If you, you know, if you like her and this isn't, this isn't something that's actively fucking with your relationship.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I dated a girl, um, in college who developed, a a, a big fangirl crush, on um uh Fox Mulder from uh X-Files nice and uh you know eh, how am I supposed to compete with David Duchovny you know what I mean Nah, nah, for real uh what a heartthrob yeah oh god so cute so unbelievably cute that David Duchovny um But, uh, you know, as long as it doesn't be, yeah, it's like you said, as long as it doesn't become like a big, a big fucking hairy problem in your relationship, it's probably fine. And I wouldn't worry too much about it.
1: No, the only, the thing I was expecting going into this with, this would be a situation where you're like jealous of her affection towards this, uh, pop star, which, uh, you know, that's, I was going to encourage you not to worry about that so much, uh, Cause it's not, I, I feel like we've had another question like that, or I've read something similar on relationships where people like the David Duchovny situation you described uh-huh. where the partner was like jealous and was like, I can't live up to this person. Um, no, but I feel it's like not about something. living up to it. It's about,
0: no. it's about allowing her to use David Duchovny to enhance your relationship. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah you can she, uh she, she likes go... dave and dutch oven you give her a dutch oven and you uh tell her that you want to believe and exactly fucking perfect dude
0: exactly yeah she used to go read some uh some x-files uh fan erotica what, <laughs> what? yeah and then uh <laughs> and then i uh would be downstairs playing video games and she'd be like hey hey can you can you come up here <laughs>
1: Nice. So she's and wanting then, you to come up and like enact this uh, David
0: DeCove fantasy? No, it was never, she never brought me in on the fantasy, but she definitely used it to enhance our sex life. I got you. I
1: got you. Yeah. So you got, uh, you got the you and the erratica kind of getting the juices going. And yeah. then, uh, you know, you step in there as the flesh and blood. Exactly. And just inevitably disappoint her. <laughs> oh, damn it. Get one of those masks. Find a David Duchovny mask.
0: Yeah, that. Find do it. a mask
1: of this K-pop star, and uh, that's getting into
0: that's getting into some territory. I don't want to go into. You might have to have that shipped. <laughs> you, might, you might have to have some international shipping with that.
1: Nah, that's and that's expensive. And those masks smell like shit.
0: They do. Yeah.
1: All right, there's a little callback to Halloween. When I was in uh, when I was in grade school. Some point I was at Triceratops for Halloween. I had a big rubber yeah. mask and uh, it smelled like shit inside, like I guess the off gassing or whatever. I remember getting kind of lightheaded, you know, taking big whiffs of this fucking Triceratops gas and uh, that was unpleasant. Just thought I'd give you that aside.
0: I love it. I really yeah. appreciate you sharing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I breathed too much of that, Arthur, I might have been uh, extinct like the Triceratops. Am I right? <laughs>
0: Nailed it! <laughs> Nailed it! I love it, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, we do. Hey, you uh, right. you want you want to tell me about this gay porn on your wife's phone?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna. I, I was gonna reiterate. Don't worry too much. Tell your also tell your friend to just stop fucking with you about this
0: because that's yeah. Uncool. No, you're right. Yeah. I wanted to talk more about this friend and how you get one. Like with any relationship, this is how I feel about it. Your friend's getting into a relationship. And you have some reservations about the person they're getting in the relationship with. You get one objection, one time. And then you let let them go. And then you let them do what they're going to do. Because if you harp on them about it all the time, you're just going to strain your relationship with your friend. And that's not what you're fucking looking for.
1: No, that's that's valid. I've been there. But also, I feel like there's exceptions to that. I brought up that story several episodes ago about my buddy and that fucking hellscape relationship was cut off contact. And that's one where I'm like, this is objectively fucking unhealthy. Like, I want to say some shit.
0: (laughs) Like, like in the, like in the event of abuse, then you get to continually be like, yeah, you're being abused. You should probably quit being abused. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like there's
1: a difference in those situations between like, this is objectively pretty fucked up and unhealthy versus, uh, she likes this K-pop star, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she mixes ketchup and mustard together and dips her, uh, dips her chicken nuggets in it. Yeah. She's
0: too. She dominates conversations. Uh, that's pretty. That steps beyond the K-pop thing. That's pretty irritating. That's pretty heinous. But that's the kind of thing that you get to. You get to share that concern one time. That's fucking it. Like, you don't get to continue to to harp on that shit, I don't think, personally. I, I feel ya. What do, what do you think this dude's deal
1: is with the, with the K-pop? I think that's what I was saying. Like, I bet he, you know, read a couple of his articles or something and has kind of spooked himself about it and is now kind of applying that to this girl that she must be, like, some crazy pop star obsessed person who, like... You know, it's climbing, taking pictures to the pop star's window, or like sending death threats to his girlfriend, you know, because she's, <laughs> he's the one for her. Right. Could I, be, think that, I think could that was also, another one.
0: Could also be that he's just afraid he's going to lose his friend or a relationship, because 21 is about the time that you will really throw yourself into a relationship and just fucking disappear into your woman.
1: Uh, and, that, and that's unpleasant. You gotta yeah. hate when that happens.
0: Yeah. Hey, you want to go out Friday? Can't. Busy. What are you busy with, girlfriend? You were busy with girlfriend all week. I know. I'm very busy with this girlfriend. Yeah, we're flying to Korea to
1: uh, (laughs) see this pop star. Korea. No! I think, uh, last comment on that. That was the other thing I remembered from that article. It was that these two pop stars were dating, and uh, it got out. Like, they had to hide it because of that. Um, kind of policy of not having the date I told you about and then they were both getting death threats from the fans who were like into the other one yeah it's wild man that's That's wild as hell so that's yeah maybe he you know maybe he has read something about that and has kind of uh, spooked himself you know thinking she's that kind of rabid fangirl
0: possible in this specific instance Possible. yeah
1: Regardless, though, I'm with you. Tell, tell your buddy to stop fucking harping on you about this. It's yeah. it's fucking pop star. I like this, girl. Don't fuck this up for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gangnam style. All right. Hey, me, 28M, found dozens of searches for gay porn on wife's 26F phone. How about that? Uh, my wife asked me to look up a website she had checked out earlier in the day. I used her phone while she was in the restroom. No big. We do this all the time. This is this is another poorly written one. Let me compose myself.
0: Okay, take <clears throat> okay. your time,
1: man. No capitalization. Fuck. I I like
0: automatically probably, capitalized. Probably song. wrote it on his phone. Oh, I guess if it's yeah, it would automatically capitalize if it was on his phone. Unforgivable. <laughs>
1: I figured I would look in her history to find it. When I go to her history, there is dozens and dozens of searches for gay porn. I exit out and don't say a word. I'm no prude. I understand we all have our kinks. The content was shocking. But what was more shocking is that she is adamantly against any porn has been for the eight years we have been together. She once found out I had watched porn when we were still dating and flipped out. It bothered her so badly, it turned me away from porn. So it's very shocking to find tons of searches... She has never once mentioned this was a turnout or anything. I have no idea what to think, let alone should I bring this up. Edit spellings. Yeah, thank you. You fixed the fuck out of that. <laughs> TLDR, husband found lots of gay porn searches on wife's phone. She is supposedly against porn, and that was posted by Zero Kelvin 99 Just be
0: like, so, uh... Just, oh my god. Just be like, so, um... Quink uh Pound's boyfriend at horse stable? Just like start like saying the titles of things that you found in the fucking search. <laughs> do we do we think this is uh do we
1: think this is male or female gay
0: porn? I think you would refer to gay porn like man on man porn as gay porn and you refer to girl on girl porn as lesbian porn. Yeah, uh, that's true.
1: I, I I think that sounds about
0: right. So I I think this is this is rawtwinks.com. Um and uh I I think the issue here is the hypocrisy. Cuz you know Jeff Sessions you know, you know he's chief in that ganj cuz he fucking you know <laughs> he's like, "Oh, fuck weeds the worst thing in the world. Now I'm just going to go ahead and just put on some fucking reggae.
1: <laughs> fucking get loose." I'm sorry. One more tangent. There is the fucking onion article this week. Inconsolable Jeff Sessions yeah. smokes joint in attempt at suicide.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the image is fucking great. Just him looking like he's about to cry with a joint he's in the in his garage. mouth. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, R I P. Jeff Sessions. I'm I'm
1: with you. This is hypocritical in principle. Um, I think this points to though. I think she is bothered or insecure by him looking at women. And the fact that this is just men, maybe she is less skeeved out about it or justifies it to herself somehow. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like start jerking were...
0: off to gay porn then. There. Yeah. Now start, you get the plush into, on that. Start getting into Fuck dudes. It.
1: Just be gay. Fuck it. Yeah. Hurry up. Next question. <laughs> now, this is, this is kind of like that common, you know, kind of trope with, uh, I feel like a lot of straight people who are like, oh, like if my girlfriend like hooked up with a girl that wouldn't bother me.
0: You know, uh, that's that's it, different fun, than cheating. Fun story. It will bother you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I think that fucking should to most people. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, I feel like this is falling in in her mind somehow into that realm of like, um, well, like it's gay, so like this is this is different. You know.
0: Yep, I hear I, you on but that. I,
1: but again, I, I'm with you, and I think that it's hypocritical, and uh, I think that it's I think that it's uncool. Um,
0: why 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 is she looking at this? Why? <laughs> because probably probably it's hot as hell. because she's out there flicking the bean. There you go. And, yeah. and that's and that's fine. The thing that I don't like is that she fucking took she she stole porn from you.
1: Stole porn out of yeah. his
0: fucking white,
1: white knuckled uh, fist,
0: crusty fist. I was trying to, <laughs> trying to
1: describe that
0: death grip. Yeah, she uh, she tore she tore pornography out of your glazed knuckles, and <laughs> and that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Dude, she flipped out flipped out so bad that uh, it turned you away from porn, and then she's watching porn. Don't love it, hate it. Matter of fact.
1: Arthur, by the way, glazed knuckles, great deviant art page.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Reddit.com slash r slash glazed Oh, God,
1: if this exists.
0: Oh, uh, glazed knuckles doesn't exist. Damn it. Oh. Ah,
1: Whew. Well, we gotta make it. That's our new fan sub. Yeah, our fans of the glazed knuckles, glazed knuckles. Yeah, yeah. That was another uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, hentai joke, folks. Just in case you weren't with us. Yeah, yeah. To the new listeners out there. <laughs> welcome to your new favorite podcast. Oh, fuck, dude! I am just—I am so tangential tonight.
0: It's so good to be with you <laughs> when so, you're I'm when in you're such a like fugue.
1: this. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I fucking can't even remember what you said. Yeah, I do. I'm with you. It's it's hypocritical. Bring this up to her, and be like, "Why is it bothering you when I do this, but you know you're able?" Like I found this stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Why was he looking at her history? Well, she looked up a website. She looked up earlier in the day.
0: Hey, hey! Look at this website that I was looking at. Okay. Oh. Let me just get into your history on your phone. Yeah.
1: Uh I guess it's a little I, I was gonna come back to our fucking what we've been saying before on don't go through your partner's phone.
0: Yeah, don't uh, go through your partner's phone. I don't let anyone touch your phone <laughs> under any <laughs> circumstances. Yeah.
1: Look, uh put that fucking incognito mode on if you're gonna go to Glazed Knuckles DeviantArt. Yeah. But not okay, feel this. He was looking for the page and uh if that was like a recent search, I don't I don't think that's I don't know. I think that might be excusable.
0: Yeah, he went out of line. And apparently yeah. they use each other's phones all the time.
1: Okay, so we don't have to go down that tangent. Um, but definitely bring this up with her. Tell her you saw it right there. Uh, and be like, "What what's up with this? It bothers you that I look at porn. Um, you know, and if it doesn't mention like it doesn't bother you, but like be like, why are you able to do this? And I'm not like, what bothers you about me doing this uh, compared to you doing it? Just see what she see what she says.
0: Yeah, just look at her and be like, Best anal b day gift from my black, big black dick boyfriend. Hmm? <laughs> Arthur, mm-hmm. there's a principal that do, you that'd do think anything of- that do anything for you skinny amateur works hard on his sweet straight cock. How's that feel? <laughs> that feel good, man.
1: These are these are very off the cuff. Are these real titles? or you just have a knack for stringing together uh, you know gay porn taglines?
0: Ink Stud got his toes sucked on by his misguided friend. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm definitely on the front page of Pornhub.com/slash/gay porn.
1: Ah, oh, fuck yeah,
0: dude! Yeah. Fuck just yeah, like just looking at some dicks during the show, no problem, no big there deal. There you go.
1: Phone history check gone sexual.
0: <laughs> uh, what is this? Beach Junkers, big booty feet. Oh, Reinhardt slash Soldier seventy six. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yep.
1: At two, the gay community and the fucking Overwatch port. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>. Yo!
0: <sighs> it is... It is... It's Soldier, it's Junkrat, and it's my boy Hogman. Oh no. Yeah. Have, having a fun beach party.
1: Put... Jesus. Putting the hog and Hogman. Alright, I can never play Overwatch <laughs> again. And, um... Arthur, the aside I was trying to make was, as a principle, like a partner being like it bothers me that you look at porn, do you think that that's reasonable or no?
0: That's just a deal breaker for me. If you're like, you can't look at porn, I'm like, I can't look at you ever again. How's that sound? How do you feel about that? <laughs> you just that lost. Idea? You just lost me.
1: That was a smooth
0: beer crack, by the way. Yeah, I'm good like that.
1: I think I'm with you there. Like that's, if that's something though that you could personally agree on, you
0: know, that's not the biggest deal, yeah. but uh, it's a fucking you know, personal health aid. I'm just, try, yeah. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get off and I don't want it to take 45 minutes. How's that sound?
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, don't, don't pull that hypocrisy. Don't, you know, make rules for your partner and just be like, nah, no, man, it's cool. If I look at a uh, male cast of overwatch, uh, you know, doing an elephant walk on the beach. <laughs> Is All that right. Dear called? God.
0: Is that, is an Elephant Watch? Is an Elephant Walk? Is that what it's called?
1: Elephant Walk is when you got the line, and uh, you're jerking off the guy in front of you, and the one behind uh... you is jerking you off. And I guess you walk around. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's get... definitely a phrase, and there's a restaurant in Cincinnati called Elephant Walk. Oh, I went there. It the was city. very good. Oh, hell yeah. Well, every time I great. pass it, I always make the joke. And uh, I'd say at least three quarters of the time, people don't get it, and then I got to explain the Elephant Walk and uh, then they don't call me back on the next date so that sucks (coughs) dead now
0: alright
1: well let's elephant walk our way out of here and uh, And into the end of
0: the show that's the end that's the end we did it we're 58 minutes son of a bitch my cold medicine fugue
1: tangentials have torn this podcast apart
0: (laughs) brought me careening through I want to save more people I feel like we did a good job. We saved enough people for today. I think. I think we're good. I think so too. Hey, uh, our intro music is for the first time in weeks, the song Hanging On by the band knower. And you can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And
1: our outro music also returns. It's a song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. So you can find at the Hayfellows.com, Instagram.com slash the or on Spotify. Search the Hayfellows and uh Hayfellows is one word.
0: You yeah. Go. Uh, quick note on Nowhere They have been absolutely crushing it With the live session videos uh, If you head on over to their Facebook page Which I believe is Good radio right now While I'm typing shit in uh, Facebook.com slash Nowhere Music uh, They've been posting some truly Truly excellent shit uh, Get Get on that Go over there Find that I gotta mention
1: too, I was talking to uh, Max, he's the lead singer of the uh, Hey Fellas, and uh, I didn't know he's half and half in Nashville and in uh, Florida. So if you're in Nashville, I believe they have some shows coming up in the next month or two, and uh, I, that's how I met him, as I've mentioned before. It was, really, it was a small little bar show, and uh, they got great fucking energy. It was a great time. So if you're, you like that song at the end, uh, I'd recommend heading up their website, see if they're playing uh, somewhere around here, and uh, go check them out. And if you do that, you know, mention you heard him on the podcast, because uh, that will make me feel cool.
0: Yeah, they then they would uh, really very much uh, be excited about their decision to let us use their music. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would! <laughs> hey, uh, just, you know, man, it's been so good to have you with us. And uh, I can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks, bye.
1: I was gonna add me clearing my throat in the end here, but I'm not gonna subject that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs>
0: Got him. <laughs> Ooh. 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 That's all staying in. Perfect.